Hey everybody, welcome back to Popcorn Prattle. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Marcus Sally, executive producer of Shenanigans Incorporated and one of the co-creators of Popcorn Prattle. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. We are but a humble podcast that enjoys talking about movies, not in a pretentious way, but as if you just got done seeing a really good movie, and now of course you want to talk about it with your best good buddies. And as always... I am joined by my best good buddies. Let me introduce you to them. First up, you know him, you love him. It's the man, the myth, the legend. It's Mr. Stephen Bailey. Stephen, say hi to the folks at home. Hi, folks at home. And of course, you know her. She's the ever so lovely, the ever so talented. Hey, it's Lindley. Lindley, say hi to the folks at home. Hi, folks at home. And for the second slash third slash, you know, whatever you want to call it. We have a new uh, host on the Popcorn Prattle team. Give a warm welcome to my friend, soon to be your friend. Hey, everybody. It's Danny. Danny, say hi to the folks at home. Good morning, friends. How are you? Danny, it's so wonderful to have you on the show. I know you've heard that about three times now. <laughs> Well, it is wonderful to be heard. Um, I won't say be seen, because uh, no one can see me except for these walls. Um, I am excited. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Um, audience, Danny reached out to me a couple of weeks ago, about a month ago, actually, now, um, wanting to to learn more about podcasting, Um and of course, she knew that I had a podcast. Um, she reached out. I said, absolutely, come on to the show uh, because I I feel like our shows are always so much more fun. Not that it's not fun with just the three of us, but when you add like a couple of more people into the mix. It's a party. It really is a party. It's a party and it's a fun one um, at that. Woo-hoo. So we, we are very excited to have you on the show. Um Tell us what what type of movies do you like that we can uh, you know that the audience can get to know a little bit more about you. Oh boy! Um, so I would say I love a good comedy. I love to laugh. I think it is the best thing for a person. Um, and I love action movies where things get blown up. So mm-hmm. if we can combine those two things, we got a great movie for me personally. So those are, I would say are my top like interests um coming to america is my favorite movie of Mm -hmm. all time um and i think oh my favorite action film oh none come to mind but (laughs) (laughs) like i've drawn a blank um Uh i would say i liked I like all of the Oceans movies, so I like the good heist also. So, if, you know, if things are getting stolen and, you know, <laughs> there's, there's treachery afoot. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm into Love it. treachery. I'm into it. So, you know, I'm not like a Fast and Furious type person. Um, okay. Yeah, that's just not my jam. But I, I'm a good, like, superhero comic book action kind of girl. I mean, I mean, the Fast and Furious movies are slowly just becoming <laughs> comic book superhero heist <laughs> movies. That it, they, they, they might become your favorite. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Paul Walker is no longer with us, so I, you know, that was a draw for me. 
Um, well, so. they keep they keep talking about a new guy that's in the Fast and Furious movies, but I can't see him. <laughs> what? What? I can't, it's John Cena. They, you oh. know, you can't see me. Oh, gosh. Come on, yeah, okay. people, come yeah, on. I'm sorry, that went, that went completely. I should have, you know what, and I should have picked up on that, but I, I I missed that. Well, that um, was- I was about to say, because we have a, I now have a fellow wrestling fan uh, on on the show. Um, Wrestle, Wrestlecast lives on. <laughs> that forgotten show. Oh, boy. Yeah, I used to have a I Danny, I used to have a uh wrestling podcast. Oh, well, why didn't you let me know that? I would have uh, I would have surely it, jumped on that. It became too much because it would literally be like one week would be Popcorn Prattle and then the other week would be Wrestlecast. Ah. Okay. And with wrestling, you I mean you you know this. You you got to you got to keep up with it like every week. Do you though? I mean, you should, you should. I mean, like now, like right now, I feel like you have to because you're getting, you're getting ready for, you know, you're on the road to WrestleMania. Right. You got to keep up with it weekly. Although admittedly, I don't watch SmackDown. I realize this. No. SmackDown's horrible. No. Like Raw. And, and, the, and the thing is, I like most of the people on SmackDown. Personally, I think yeah. that both of them are suffering from uh, a lack of creativity and storyline um, right now. Even with being in WrestleMania season, I feel like mm-hmm. it, I'm not I'm not being drawn in. I'm ready for Becky Lynch to no longer be the champion. I'm I'm really ready for someone else to kind of. Mm-hmm. take the mm-hmm. top spot but i also don't want it to be somebody who we have seen over and over and over again uh I'm, for sure i'm ready for nia Jax to come back so i need this double knee surgery to have been successful and for her because if you've seen her instagram and her twitter she looks amazing um, yes yeah, she does oh, yeah that's my girl crush um, <laughs> she looks fantastic. Not that she didn't look fantastic before, but you know that she's been putting in work. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, she definitely, and, and and you can tell like she's she's happier. Although I I will say like you know there was nothing wrong with her before. Right, right. To be clear, <laughs> to be clear, Naya, there was nothing wrong with you before. I'm more. Right. I'm just falling more in love with you. Um, exactly. See, we're gonna see. We're gonna have our own WrestleMania match. <laughs> Yeah. Over Naya. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm about, listen, I'll, I'm down. Uh, but I just, uh, I think that now the, the stories just are not, they're not drawing me in. I mean, I'm right. maybe interested in the Rhea Ripley-Charlotte feud, but sure. I have a sneaking suspicion. I know how it's going to end, and I'm not, I don't think I'm crazy about the ending. So, yeah. Well, I got to tell you something, and I'm using this as a, as a perfect segue. Excellent. Um, I got to I got to say, there are some endings you don't you don't see coming. Mm, mm. There's some endings you can, but there's some endings you, you don't see coming. And one of those endings, in particular, this is your and this is your first time ever experiencing this. This is going to be a wild and crazy night. Uh, we have the ending, the epic conclusion to our Butterbowl Awards. 
Yes. We have our own version of the Academy Awards because we don't like to just celebrate movies about white male rage. Hey. We like to hey, include this everybody. Year was different. This year was a little different. Kudos to the Academy for giving the award to Parasite. This is very true. This is very true. You know, still still could be more diverse, but, you know, baby steps. Listen, I will take the victories where we can. Just just keep it moving, Academy Awards. (laughs) Um, Otherwise, the Butter Bowl will indeed be the Film Talk Podcast Award Show. There we go. To listen to. Exactly. Um, so we're going to do some Butterbowl uh, Awards. We are going to talk about some of the things that we're streaming right now. Uh, and then also, because by the time this airs, because I'm going to save it so that we don't have Windows randomly restart my computer and lose all of my data. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Still a little angry. Still a little angry at Windows for that, but it's whatever. Um, We are going to get ready for March Movie Madness, and this is the year that I beat Lindley. Yes! Keep dreaming. No! I will dream. I'll dream big. And dreams are all that you will have in the end. Mm. She sounds fairly confident that she's going to win. I am. I'm a, I mean, I'm she a says that. Champ. I'm a two-time champ with, by the time it gets to the finals, I'm the only one still remaining. <laughs> I have a, I have the right to be a little confident. Listen. So, yeah, audience, uh, when you go to vote, please try to keep that in mind, not to have it end with Lindley versus Lindley again. But also, too, uh, be honest when you do vote. Because there, last year there was some controversy. How was there controversy? There was a little controversy. There was some, I was like, really? That beat that movie? Hey, mm, it's mm. okay if the audience has different tastes than you. Mm. Or that I just I'ma sip my tea. better things. I'm a sip my tea. Ooh. Mm-mm. Is that tea bitter? It, it sounds like that tea is bitter. Actually, this tea is uh, actually wine. It's Kung Fu Girl, <laughs> and it tastes delicious. It's a Riesling. <laughs> Would you like some cheese with that wine? Mm. Actually, I was defending your pick, Stephen. Oh, how the tables have turned. This is like the one time of year where I actually side with Steven in a lot of things. <laughs> Hey, hey, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to team up on this one. Uh oh, uh oh, are the are the are the mega powers are the mega powers uniting? Oh, We've oh. got to d- take I down the tyrant. <laughs> <laughs> down with the queen. Oh man. Danny's like, what did I this is not how the last episode went. This is not how the lost episode went. I'm just here to learn. I'm just here to learn. <laughs> Make a note, no competitions on your podcast. Um. <laughs> well, so here's the thing, though. Like, hmm. I'm super competitive. So oh. I am co- trying to repress all of that right now until I okay. fully understand what is happening. And then <laughs> all bets are off. Okay. All right. I love it. 
I love it. I, I can't wait. All right, all right, all right. I mean, let's never get, heard let, him this excited about something. Let's let's get let's get you know the the housekeeping stuff out of the way. Audience, if you find that you really enjoy what we're putting down, uh, maybe you. Or already you're like, oh, this seems like such a great episode. I want to hear more. I never want to miss another episode of Popcorn Prattle. I want you to do this for me. I want you to go onto uh, Spotify. I want you to go on on uh, Apple Podcasts. I want you to go on TuneIn, iHeartRadio. I literally put this this podcast everywhere, so you you have to hear it somewhere. Um, and I want you. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to hit subscribe. I want you to hit that like button. I want you to share this. I want you to let everybody know that Popcorn Prattle is indeed the Film Talk podcast to listen to. Listen, listen, we just added another person, okay? We're getting ready for Butter Bowl 3, okay? Butter Bowl 3, bigger, better, all right? We're about to go into another March movie madness. I'm going to win again. You are not going to win again. But listen, listen audience, okay? If you want to keep if you want to keep up with the drama, with the high drama that is about to come down, here's what I need you to do. Just do everything that I I just said and leave a review. Leave the 3 star, 4 star, 5 star, 10 star. I know it doesn't go all the way that high, but guess what? It messes with the algorithms and it lets everyone know that, hey, maybe I need to listen to Popcorn Prattle a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we got it out of the way. I'm ready. Are y'all ready? Ready. Ready. Guys, let's prattle. So, first off, let's talk about um, some things that we we haven't done a good uh, Netflix picks uh, in a while, and Danny, and and for the audience at home that have never experienced this before, what we do is we kind of do like a round table, and we just kind of give, it doesn't have to be Netflix, um, it doesn't even have to necessarily be streaming per se, uh, but it's something that we're watching right now that, hey, maybe you might want to check it out. And since technically you can catch shows um, on streaming services like Hulu, um, like Amazon Prime, technically it still falls in that category even if you watch it on cable um but who has cable anymore right Uh, (laughs) cut cut the cord cut the cord don't give them your money you'll save yourself so much (laughs) um but what what is everyone what is everyone watching right now i i just i literally just finished a fantastic series i i have to tell you guys about um but just real quick what's everyone watching let's start with danny girl all right well i'll go first um so what am i watching now i am heavy into rupaul's drag race right now yes i feel like i have binge watched at least four seasons in the last two weeks um Mm -hmm. drag queens are like my guilty pleasure i love them (laughs) so much me me too girl you are not alone in that not at all and they are amazing, and I watch it, and I keep watching, you know. Um, so I'm doing a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race right now. Um, I keep watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine over and over and over. Nine-Nine? Nine-Nine. He freaks uh, me out every time he does that. But what I have 
started and have not finished the season is Netflix has this new show called Lock and Key that is really trippy. It's very bizarre. Um, I've gotten to a coworker recommended it and um, it is very interesting. It, I don't want to give a lot away because I'm still trying to digest the show, but you know, it's this family, they've, you know, moved into this house and then things just go sideways. Um, and it is very interesting. I feel like Netflix is, you know, they have a lot of content, but mm-hmm. you know, this is a good show. I, I am very interested and intrigued. Um, it is very, it's very good. I would recommend it to anyone who's kind of into like mystery, sci-fi, kind of weird, quirky shows. Um, that would be a good, that would be a good pick. So those are the top three that I'm working with right now. Nice. Uh, Steven, you were, you were sick last time, so. Yeah. Yeah, well... So two shows really kind of come to mind. I haven't been binging much other than uh, the Goldbergs. Um, if you're coming home after a really long day at work, dealing with the usual BS, you just want to relax, turn your brain off, then the Goldbergs is a good show. For one thing, the uh, kid that it's about is literally me as a kid making (laughs) movies, being a nerd, irritating everyone because what you say makes sense to you, but not to them. And yeah, it's just really, it's really heartwarming. It gets repetitive with the whole hugging ending, you know, where everyone, you know, comes together and makes up at the end. But eh, for what it's worth, it's, it's a nice escape. Another show that I checked out recently was uh, a recent season of The Simpsons. Um, I don't know about y'all, but for me, I've only really paid attention to uh, the original, the first 10 years of The Simpsons. After that, I think a lot of people consider it to have gone down in quality. Uh, But I, I still check it out every now and then. And I checked out an episode from the season, the latest season that's up on Hulu. And it was still pretty funny. Um, It's different, but it's still funny, I think. So, yeah, yeah. Another show, if you just want to turn your brain off and have some fun, check out The Simpsons. Yeah. Nice. Lindley, what are you watching? Uh, well, I'm going to give an honorable mention to a movie I actually watched uh, because after Midsommar and Little Women, I will watch Florence Pugh in anything. Uh, but I finally watched Fighting With My Family. It is on Hulu. I will admit, I'm not a big wrestling fan. I never was, but that movie was so good. Like, it was really engaging. It's It was a bit cliche at times, but then found a way to subvert those expectations and yeah i i really liked fighting with my family go check it out it's great feel good movie but guys i mean what else am i going to be talking about the droughtlander is over outlander is back in my life um and we're two episodes in two episodes in i did have you watched the at least the first episode marcus 
Lindley. I'm just Lindley, asking. Please. Just asking. But holy cow, what a strong beginning to this season. It was. There's a lot of great. Sorry. Uh, oh, there's a lot of great plot hooks in like the first two episodes. Exactly. That it's 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 refreshing. It's refreshing to see that. And then to just like to know like, okay, this is where we're going for this season. Mm-hmm. Now let's just see how it all plays out. Exactly. I think it's a very smart way of telling the story, for sure. Yes, there's they they lay it all out. You don't know where it's gonna go, but they you're right, they do lay it out like this is where we're gonna go. These are some of the things we're going to deal with. And the first episode deals with two it's two things. The marriage of Roger and Brienne, or Brianna, sorry, Roger and Brianna, which was adorable and beautiful, and apparently it took seven days to shoot. And then also, you know, the Revolutionary War, it's about to start. Things are heating up, and Jamie is finally being called by Governor Tryon to come and serve with the British. And so he figures out a way to make sure that no matter what happens, because Claire has told him how this is going to end. He knows the British are not going to win this time. Not mm-hmm. like not like Culloden, not like, you know, most of Scottish history where the British have been successful over them. Uh, but he found a way to make sure that no matter what side he's on, his people, the people of Fraser's Ridge, are going to follow him. And oh my gosh, have I missed that kilt in my life. It was so nice seeing Jamie in a kilt again. And it was a lot of things in this really harken back to the first season. With, you know, we get that flashback to Jamie and Claire's wedding and see how different that was. You're seeing a gathering like in the first few episodes of season one. And it's great to see... Jamie finally become the laird he was always meant to be. He's not technically a laird, but the people of the bridge and the Scottish people who have traveled from their homes to make a new life for themselves in America, they follow him, they trust him, that he is a laird to them. Mm-hmm. And I, this, this I feel is going to be a Jamie heavy season. Do not spoil the books. I am currently reading the books. I am a very slow reader. I'm still on Dragonfly and Amber. So I I don't know what's going to happen. And it's very kind of exciting not knowing what's going to happen. But so far, this has been a very Jamie-focused few episodes. It's a little sad because I feel like Claire is kind of getting pushed to the wayside a little bit in favor of Jamie. (laughs) She did get a whole season dedicated to her, though. I mean, she is, but she is the main character of Outlander. It's Claire's I would say, story. I would venture to say it's it's both her story and it's Jamie's story. I and especially like at this point in in Outlander, this is definitely like this is Jamie's journey as far as saying like th- he's becoming a man. You know, he in a in a way that he he wasn't. I mean, before, I would hope like so. he was becoming, I would like hope he he's became, a man. like he's a grandfather by this point. Well, <laughs> yeah, he's a man, but he still made. I mean, b- 
back in, I mean, think back to when Claire first gets back to uh, the past. Jamie's still making the same exact mistakes. Yeah. But like now it's very much of Jamie's like, I can't, I can't just fight everybody. I have to be smart. You know, like I can't just take my sword and brandish it and be like, I'm going to run out into the field. I have a family. I have a grand, I have a grandchild now mm-hmm. that I have to look out for. I have a daughter that, you know, the last time I, I, I almost lost her. Mm-hmm. And I and I like I like I like this this kind of new this new Jamie and I feel like this me is too. this is somebody that we need a little bit more time with because yeah. Claire to me Claire's like coming of age was essentially like when she came back to the present and she's like I I love him why why did I have to leave and then it became I have to get back yeah you know and no matter what direction they're going to take considering that. Sam Hewen and Katrina Balfour are actually producers this starting this I season. noticed that. I feel like they're, and by this point, they truly care about these characters. They've been with them for, I think they've been filming for six years. Mm-hmm. So they really care about the characters and they know, they know how, how much the fandom cares as well. And I think they legitimately want to, do right by everybody they want to do right by their characters for themselves for the fans and i very much respect them for that yes there are changes made from the source material but overall i think it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a strong season yeah this is definitely gonna be uh i would argue to say the best season yeah um for myself i um of course, I'm watching two things religiously. Uh, well, three things, technically. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nine-Nine? Um, watching that, uh, I am, of course, This Is Us is back on. And guys, I'm telling you, if you, like, just the the acting and the storytelling within this is so, you're talking about smart, intelligent storytelling. This is incredible stuff. Um Kudos to the writers and the cast of just like, you know, keeping like all these different stories, keeping everything interesting, even though you you as the audience kind of know like, all right, well, they have to end up here. But even when they go to the past, and they show you like, here are the kids when they were teenagers, here are the kids when they were like three, here are the kids when they are, you know, just in college. Um, it's 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 absolutely incredible. Um, I have not cried this season yet it's coming i i know i know it's coming because I, I think next episode might be Ooh, the one it's coming <laughs> yeah yeah because and last it's always episode, okay when he oh sh- my god uh-huh. that that one no now that because i'm very close to my mom mm-hmm. so so watching kevin um interact with Rebecca and I'm not going to for those of you who haven't seen the show I won't spoil it but to watch him interact with her and know what's coming it's it was heart-wrenching because I I kind of have that those moments with my mom cuz she's older you know what I mean and it's this idea of like ugh, like like I don't want to lose this Ooh. You know what I mean yeah I know I know I'm getting a little misty eyed right now <laughs> it's going to be rough 
I know, I know, but oh, dog on Randall, man. I need Randall to just keep it together, man. Nope. Keep it together. That's definitely not going to happen. I know. Because it, it wouldn't be, and it wouldn't be Randall, you know? It wouldn't be Randall. Um, also, side note, this is going to sound real corny, but I always cite Randall and Beth as relationship goals. Oh, hashtag relationship goals. And I I very much I I can't remember who I I might have said it to her, but I was like I was like I was like, oh I feel like I found my Beth. And I was like I was like I've said it and I was like <gasps> I was like mm. I was like oh God. I, I need to take take a few steps away from this show. Um <laughs> Cause it's oh, it's so good, so good. Um, but that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is the new Amazon Prime show, Hunters. Holy crap! Holy crap! Holy crap! This show is amazing. This this is on par for me right now. Currently, this is on par with watching This Is Us, but. It has this very like X Men feel to it. Ooh. That is that's cool because it's there's not they're not superheroes. They they don't have powers. They don't have abilities. But there is an ultimate evil in Nazis. Yeah, not I mean and Nazis are pretty evil. There is this, and there's this ragtag group um, of like very eclectic individuals. Um, not all of them are Jews, um, but it's like. It's like X-Men meets Inglorious Bastards. That's what it is. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's it's about, it's just as bloody. It can be just as heart-wrenching or as tense as some of the, like, the best scenes in Inglorious Bastards. Um, Everybody in the cast does such a great job. You've got Al Pacino in there. But, like, Al Pacino is not, like, he's not necessarily the main character, which is, which is nice. Um, it's really Logan Lerman's story. And if you guys remember Logan Lerman, he was Percy Jackson. Uh, but he is all grown up. He is not Percy Jackson. Like, don't, do not get it twisted. Um, he is incredibly, incredibly cool in this story as, and he's, he's a comic book nerd, which is, which is nice. And he makes those parallels. He's like, Oh, so you're like the Professor X of this group, and they're like, uh, "We don't know what you're talking about. We, uh, we're, you know, we're just trying to kill Nazis." Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's 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 this idea. the The premise is the idea, um, the idea that when and this is and this is this is true. I mean, it's fact um, that there were Nazis that were brought from Germany to America, and the idea is that. A lot more were brought to America than what we uh, were, were told, and that now they're basically like sleeper agents. And it is so awesome, so cool, and the the end will it, it I nothing nothing will prepare you for the end because my dad he started to tell me and I was like don't tell me anything I haven't gotten to the end and then when I got to the end I was like yep did not see that coming at all um so please watch it it is amazing next year definitely putting hunters up for best streaming uh 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 show 
because that should win all the awards. What What do you mean the the streaming show in in what in what Marcus? <laughs> Why in the butter bowl? Of course. <gasps> I, I thought I was clear. Was I not clear? Oh, I, I, was I wasn't clear. To make oh, a okay. Good Don't <laughs> ruin this transition for me, Marcus. Don't do he it. Does well, Lindley here is our um, Butterbowl commish. Um, she she gets the you get the you get the forms up. Oh yeah. Um, so we just let we just let Lindley uh, do her thing and we just react accordingly. <laughs> this year, I did see, I did you watch, eat. like the the results, and it's exciting. It's so exciting to watch it. Um, because one week you'll have something in the lead, and then the next week there'll be a tie. Yeah, and <laughs> there was actually one, the the big award, last minute, we had to have a tiebreaker. Shout out to Brianne for helping us out there. But it's been, a lot of these have been really, really close. Either between, between two nominees or sometimes even between three it's been it's been a tough call tough year this was a good year it has been a really good year and i cannot wait to share these results yes well let's not gild the lily anymore <laughs> thanks paul bettany right. let's let's hear all right so guys these are the winners of the third annual popcorn prattle butter bowl what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through, I won't read all of the nominees because, you know, if you want to hear those, go listen to a couple podcasts back. Shameless plug. What I'm going to do is I'm going to say the, what the category is. I'm going to announce the winner and maybe like what came close and we'll discuss. How's that sound? Well, it sounds good to me. All right. So Sounds good. Yes. So here we go. So most quotable quote. This is the the award for the quote of a movie that, you know, people would say often or was just so memorable. And the winner of most quotable quote is Bleep please, you've been to space from Yes. Yes. From yes. This one this one and Samantha from Frozen 2 we're neck and neck, and then last minute, bleep, please, you've been to space, took the lead. Like that surprises me. It, it surprises about Samantha. Me it, no, I'm not surprised about Samantha. That's like the best part of my favorite part of the movie. But bleep, please, you've been to space. Won by thirty-seven point one percent. Samantha wow. had thirty-one point four. So that's how close this came so congratulations the right congratulations spider-man far from home you did it we'll send your award in the exactly. mail exactly it's very prestigious so the next is the lmao award this is basically our best comedy of the year award and we had some <laughs> oh boy guys we had some really great comedies none of those won the winner of the LMAO award is Cats. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Cats beat out 
Knives Out, Detective Pikachu, and Booksmart, and Jojo Rabbit. So that's mm. <laughs> this I mean, was were people voting ironically on this one? I don't know. Uh, yeah, obviously, because there were so many great comedies but that came out. I will say I did not vote for Cats, but I have not laughed so hard at a, at a movie in theaters than I did when I saw Cats. Dear Lord, that movie is hilarious. It's horrible, but it's it, it, but it, to give you guys a little bit of hope, it wasn't a, a landslide. Uh, Cats took it by thirty one point four percent. In second place is Knives Out. You guys love Knives Out, and I love all this love for Knives Out. It t- it takes second place by twenty eight point six percent, and then in third place is Booksmart by twenty percent. Well, I am surprised. What one's what one second place again? Second place was Knives Out. Knives Out won. <laughs> That's not what the people have chosen. Cats. Knives people Out won. Spoken. Seems like they prefer cats. Knives Out won. I I we 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 uh at Shenanigans Incorporated do not acknowledge cats. Hey, besides the Razzies, this might be the only award Cats ever wins. <laughs> The Butterbowl is too prestigious for cats. Uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking Wait. of prestigious, the next award is the best dad speech or dad slash mom speech of the year. Because there were a lot of dad speeches in television and film today. A lot of parents talking to their kids. Lots of it. I mean, I'm all for it. You know, get that communication going. Um, but something we need to remember is always keep the door open because the winner of this category is Hopper from Stranger Things. And I Yay. and I gotta say I agree. I think that was I support this decision. That was a very emotional dad speech at the end of that season. Whew. But now we all know. I mean, it, Stranger Things four teaser has already been released, so we all know all that emotion is going to be for naught. Anyways, coming in second place is Tony Stark from Avengers Endgame with 31.4%. Hopper got 42.9% of the votes. And then in third place, we've got Marmee from Little Women because we are inclusive here at Popcorn Prattle. <laughs> yes. All right. So we're going from we're going from comedies. We're going from inspirational to horror so this is the category the boo or excuse me steven will you you want to you want to get drop us a boo haunted house no i gotta be honest i can barely hear any of y'all anyways uh this is the boo haunted house award oh boo haunted house thank you steven thank you uh, this is basically our best horror movie or TV show. I mean, it's for us. It's They're all movies in this category. But this is the thing that scared us the most this year. And the thing that scared us the most was ourselves. Because us takes home the Boo Haunted House Award with 37.5%. Uh, but we had some close runners. Uh, we had some close calls. 
In 25%, we had It, Chapter 2. Ooh. And coming and coming in third place is my favorite pick, Midsommar. But I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed. Uh, fourth place went to Ready or Not. Not not enough people saw Ready or Not. It's, it's scary, but it's also just so much fun. Guys, go see Ready or Not. It's actually a good movie. And Brightburn didn't place enough to matter. <laughs> <laughs> so the next. Well, one, I I'm happy that Us won. I am too. I am too. I think Us is a strong pick. There was a lot of strong horror movies this year, and I think that's why we included this category for our third annual Butterbowl, just because there were a lot of strong contenders, and it's nice to see them getting recognized. Mm-hmm. So the next category is the the best. Oh yeah, that came out this year movie. Because when you're looking at a list of all the movies that come out in a year, there are some that just completely either go under the radar or you forget 2.5 seconds after you walk out of the theater. And there were a lot of those this year. But the one people forgot about the most was the Lego Movie 2. We all forgot that came out this year. Oh, yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Like, I had no idea that that came out. Like, it was fine. It was a fine movie, but it wasn't anywhere as memorable as the first movie. That song isn't going to get stuck inside your head. This song isn't going to get stuck inside your head as the movie says. Anyway, bad joke. Uh, coming in. <laughs> coming in <laughs> second place is Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Uh, Lego movie took up with three point. 34.3%. Dora got 25.7%. And in third place, we have Hellboy. Y'all remember when David Harbour was in Hellboy? No? Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, we're going from we're going from horror. We're going to forgetfulness to action. So this is the beatdown award. This is either the best action sequence or the best action movie uh for 2020 and i i mean are we all surprised with 37.1 percent the final battle from avengers endgame takes the cake hey now i just want to say Y'all know that I'm not like the hugest uh, comic book movie fan, no. Marvel movies. But I got to say, even I downloaded the soundtrack song Portals from that scene. Oh, it's so oh, good. Oh, man. It's so good. It's that good. And there are like, what, a hundred and some episodes of me saying that I'm kind of ambivalent <laughs> to Avengers movies. So, you know, this was a good choice. You done good, audience. Yay. Uh, Marcus. I mean, Mar- they still chose cats, but <laughs> on this one, they did great. I mean, and you'll, and you'll be proud of them. Let's not get it. Let's not forget cats. <laughs> and you'll be proud of them for more, Marcus. Meow. Because coming in yeah, at- We wish we could forget cats. But the sad truth is that it has burned into our skulls we forever. Never forget is it though? Cats. Not my skull. Um, I like Knives Out. (laughs) But anyways, coming in at second place, uh, you'll be proud of this, Marcus. Uh, Coming in at second place with 28.6% is just the entire film of John Wick Chapter 3. 
not just one scene, the entire film. It's it's a, the film itself is great, you know. Exactly. Um, and then coming in third place is Ray slash Ben Solo versus just all of the Sith apparently in Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. So good choices. Um, the next category. I, I feel like now that I have Danny on the show, I feel like I should be going. Category is. <laughs> Because she'll know what I'm talking about. Category is the best socially aware movie. This is the movie that had something to say and said it very well. And again, I'm loving the love for this movie. Knives Out is our winner with 29.4%. Hey. I, but it was a close call, though. Uh, because with 26.5%, we have Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Joker. That's in a We've very seen... different directions. Very different directions. Um, Daddy, I want another Joker movie. I mean, <laughs> I get, I get what message Joker was trying to come across, but I've said, I've said this once. I'll say it again. It that message would have come across better if it wasn't a Joker movie. If it was a movie about a mentally ill man who goes off the rails because society has forsaken him and all of this bad stuff keeps happening, I would have believed it more. But because they had to shoehorn in Gotham, Arkham, the Waynes, it, that message got lost. But it didn't win. Knives Out won. And I'm so excited because that movie is so stinking good. Mm-hmm. And in... Third place, uh, and again, these are really close calls. 29.4% for Knives Out, 26.5% for Joker, and then with 20.6%, we have Us. So, good good choices. And then tied for fourth and fifth are Harriet and Jojo Rabbit. Nice. So, we talked about our streaming choices for the week. Let's talk about the best streaming choices of the entirety of 2020. And, oh boy, this was no contest. This is, this is probably the, yeah, this is the highest, highest vote of any of our categories. Like, this is the one that was just almost unanimous. With 60%, 60%, the best streaming choice goes to our green overlord, The Mandalorian. Who was- Mando! Mando, this is the way! I mean, what, was anything really going to beat out Baby Yoda? No, never. <laughs> yeah, are we surprised? No. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> and then more Mando, please. <laughs> so, I have spoken. <laughs> I'm so not surprised the... that I haven't seen one episode. What? And I have what? Disney Plus, girl. But see, if that's yeah, not someone... my thing. Like that, I'm, Star Wars is okay. not my thing. So you know, I'm not... and that's and that's totally fine. This will be your last episode with us, but that's totally fine. <laughs> In the arms of an angel. Anyways, 
so yeah, and then I mean that was the clear winner was sixty percent. Then we have a three-way tie for second, third, fourth place, and tied we have Fire the the Netflix Fire Festival documentary. Excellent. Umbrella Academy and Don't F with yes. Cats. Apparently, I was the only one who watched Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. Guys, it's so yes. good. It's, yes, dear, you it's were. It's so good, though. Like, pra- we believe Practical you. effects, <laughs> the puppetry, the story is great. Katrina Balfe is in it. Taryn Edgerton. We're glad, we're glad you took that hit for the team. It's good. It wasn't a hit. I watched it voluntarily. Yeah. We know. Would you like a we're just, Yes, I would. We're glad you did it. I'm sorry, Lily. I can't go with you on this one. Uh, <laughs> not gonna I don't do have it. Any respect for Jim Henson here? Yeah, we're just glad you took the hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, so the next category is viewers' choice. <clears throat> And what we mean by viewer's choice is that if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, this is the movie that has probably a high viewer rating, but a bad critical reception. So this is the movie where viewers are like, no, the critics are wrong. This movie is great. And again, we have another, we have not only another strong winner with 57.6%, but again, it also falls under the Star Wars category. Because Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker takes viewer's choice. Sure. <laughs> yeah, take that, internet. I mean... Data! Know, in your face! I mean, I'm... Numbers! I'm very surprised by this because... It just... Of what I've seen the reaction to Rise of Skywalker being... Uh, but it won by a landslide. Uh, and then in second place, we have Aladdin, the 2019 live-action remake. And then in third place, we have It Chapter 2. Something of note. Nice. Nobody, not one person, voted for Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> I'm looking... Has anybody, has anybody really seen that movie? Yes, it's like, looking, I think Dave's seen and it. I'm hey, Dave. Steven from Universal Monsters Universe. This is how I know yeah, you did not vote. I was going to say, didn't vote. your friend Steven This see is how it? I know Steven did not vote. I'm calling you out for not... You, you, didn't, you didn't stand up for your fandom. And I'm calling you Dave out. Dave saw it. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. Well, Dave... Di- apparently didn't like it enough to vote for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna call Steven out on this. I'll be like, by the way, I know you didn't vote in my thing because no one voted for Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> <laughs> so after I'm done calling Steven out, I'm going to announce the biggest OMG moment. This is the moment in film that just jaws dropped. Um, people were clapping, people were crying, people were gasping, and of course, what else? Is this going to go to with 42.4% the Avengers finally assemble in Avengers Endgame? Woo! Boom. That was that that was the best thing I have ever seen in a movie. Just seeing like on the biggest screen possible, mm-hmm. seeing all the Avengers standing there as one. 
Ah, listen to listen to our Avengers Endgame uh, review. So much. It's amazing. So many emotions. So many emotions, except for Sam. Sam didn't like it, but that's fine. Bye, Sam. <laughs> I've watched that movie I don't at remember least the... eight times or more. Oh, oh, without a doubt. I don't remember that episode. Where was I during that one? You we don't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's a oh, okay. it's a weird time, Stephen. Okay. <laughs> Dust. Anyway, so the final. <laughs> <laughs> the time we wrote Stephen off the show. The time... <laughs> Danny, if you don't know. Steven was one of the victims of the, um, w- what did they call it in the movie? No, it's the snap. The snap. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, the decimation. The decimation. It, it's the snap. Yeah. The blip? The blip. The, the, the blip. No. That's what they called it in Far From Home. No, no. The blip is what happened when you came back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, oh my God, so he was a victim of that, head. but he's back with us, and we're very happy to have him back, and we're happy to have him back so he can hear the winner of the Butterball Award. <sighs> uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is our version of Best Picture. This is the movie that we collectively, as a podcast, as an audience, uh, just felt like had the most impact on us this year. We love the most. We talked about the most. And this this was the one that five minutes before we started recording, we needed my friend Brianne to quickly do a, do a vote and break this tie. Because, like, we, we've had ties in the Butter Bowl before, but not with the Butter Bowl Award. We felt it would be a little disingenuous if this went for a tie. But we have a winner... It was such a close call, but the winner of the Butter Bowl Award, the third annual Popcorn Prattle Butter Bowl Award is, can I get a drum roll please? Avengers Endgame. What? Bye. Shocker. Get out of here. Are you serious? I am serious. Avengers Endgame has won the Butterball Award by one vote. Wow. 34.3%. And coming in second place is Knives Out. What? Out of all of these movies, it is it they beat out Little Women, Marriage Story, Us, and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. I am so happy that knives out did as well as it did i am i love the love for this movie because it's original it's fun it's suspenseful it has amazing characters i can't say enough about how much i love knives out and again it's avengers it's the it's the ending of such a huge era for film for this franchise that i i'm 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 very happy with these results and i'm Thank you, audience. We had a really, really good, we had an even bigger turnout than we did last year. So thank you so much for taking the time to vote in our in our little award show. This is one of my favorite times of the year. I love seeing the response that you guys have for these. And thank you. Thank you for voting. Thank you for listening. You guys are awesome. And that's the third annual Butterball, guys. 
I I absolutely I absolutely love that. Um, that's for the second the second year in a row, uh, a Marvel movie has won the Butterball. Oh, true. What won last year? Uh, Spider Man into Spider Verse. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's into right. the Spider Verse one, and I and I and I think that that speaks true to like the legacy of. You know the butterball, or like of of just popcorn prattle in general. I mean, that's why we got started. Popcorn prattle got started because we wanted to theorize about the Marvel movies. So the fact that it won, ah, uh, I I absolutely love that. I would have also loved it if Knives Out won. Not gonna lie, yeah. but the fact that the fact that uh, Avengers Endgame won, that is just it. Just warms my heart. I love it. I love Avengers. I love you guys. Oh, we love you too. Uh, hopefully nothing ever breaks us apart. <laughs> ever. That sounded ominous. Except I would also like to take home some gold. <laughs> In this year's March Movie Madness, baby! Oh, I'm bringing home the gold today. Oh. I'm bringing home the gold this year. Bringing home some gold today. Bringing home some gold today. When did this turn into a new metal station? <laughs> I don't know. When you said when you said that you wanted to bring home some gold, my first thought of was uh, the leprechaun from the leprechaun movies going, I want me gold. <laughs> Warwick Dear Davis Lord. running around. Well, well, we know who Steven's drafting. <laughs> yeah. So, again, this is one of my favorite times of the year because I've won two years in a row and I don't plan on stopping now. But also, I love—I think this draft that we have, it- it's so fun. I love getting competitive with you guys. And this year, the bracket is even. We have four players. We've got Danny joining us for, are you ready for this year's theme? I know you guys already know, but I'm metaphorically asking the audience. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, we already, we already nope, know. Spoil this. Do we? Do we not already know? Yes. We all, oh, we do we know. Okay. Know. I'm, I've made the graphic. We know. <laughs> so this year, ladies and gentlemen, we've had March Movie Madness with our favorite films. We've had March Movie Musical Madness with our favorite musical movies. But this year, this year, ladies and gentlemen, we are having March. Movie Madness Massacre. (laughs) 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 That's um, that's coming along. (laughs) So yes, this year the theme for March Movie Madness is horror movie icons. I'm talking What? I'm talking about the characters from film that made you stay up at night, that made you sleep with the light on, that filled your nights with dread and horror. And was really yes. spoopy. So yes, um 
So, and it doesn't have to be, I know I've talked about my involvement with Universal Monsters Universe. If you don't know what they are, go follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. It does not have to be some of the classics. Uh, it could also be recent uh, horror icons that have just come up in popularity or something from, you know, the golden age of horror, uh, slashers, what have you. The only requirement is that they have to be a strong villain, um, a mainstay in the film that they're in, and just really, really scary. It's uh, it's going to be good. It is. It is going to be good. And it's going to be good. We got this draft. Yeah, we do. I got my picks. I've got my picks, too. And I've got ba- I've got backups. And again, of course, and because I win, I get to go first. Mm-hmm. I'll let I'll let I don't feel like that's fair. Th- this is you how get to pick been. the category this and you get to get been. first draft pick. How is that fair? It was fair last year, apparently. Yeah, this is how uh, it was last it year. It wasn't to me. This is how it was last year. I'm just going by last I'd year. I'd like trolls. to take a vote. I'd like if we're going to take I, a vote right now, then it needs to be how it, it should be with one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. Why yeah. can't it be five, six, seven, eight? Lord, I will, I will punch you in the throat. <laughs> I will I will hold him down so you can punch him in the throat. I will punch oh, you geez, in the throat. Lindley. What is this? Lily's getting violent. I am getting violent because I'm fighting for this. I'm Guys, going we to keep. haven't even drafted yet. What is happening? This is three years of aggression I'll tell you what. built up. <laughs> I tell you what, guys. Uh, I'll go second. I think we should Wait. let our guest go first. Our, our, not our guest, our, our new person to the draft. I think she should go first. I respect first. this decision. Oh, great. I don't know how I feel about Lindley going second. This I'm is just my saying. compromise. This is my compromise. What do you think the danger is in her going second? I just don't like it. I don't I don't like any sort oh, yeah. of unfair advantage. Oh, Marcus. Oh, Marcus, are you scared? Are you I want to know who's going third and who's going fourth. Marcus, Marcus, don't worry. I'm a horror movie buff. Sort of. Not really. But... I, I got backups to my backups to my backups. I'm gonna punch you in your kneecap. <laughs> Dear God. All right. All right, fine. Lindley, you will go second. Right. We need to figure out who's going third and who's going fourth. That'll be between you and Steven. <laughs> I would say let's rock, paper, scissor it. I tell you, I'm, I've got a, I've got a way to I've got a way to decide, but you can't. Can it be champions' advantage? I am I. Hey, look, you're not the only champion on the show. I'm. This is a, that's a different thing. That is a completely different thing. I should have a perk. You get a perk. I should get a perk. Fine, Marcus, you go first. I don't care. How about this? How about this? In keeping with the theme, the person who comes the closest to the current Rotten Tomato score of The Invisible Man will go third. 
Do not look it up. Do not look it up. I will know if you look it up. All right, I guess 93. 53. 27. Marcus, you're going last. Wait, what? At this moment, The Invisible Man has 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, snap. Seriously? I got to see that movie now. The Invisible Man, I don't know, with 85 reviews, 85 critics' reviews, has a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Are these the same people that voted Cats as best uh, comedy? Probably. Probably. Hey, that's what this feels hey, like. I've said I've said it on the show. I'm excited about Invisible Man because it looks different. It's a different take on whatever this dark universe is, and I'm excited to see it. I'm going to be emotionally compromised for by this movie for reasons, but I am excited, and this has got me even more excited. So, Stephen, you're the going. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Wow. Let's draft. Wow. All right, Danny, you get first pick. Okay, uh, for my first pick, I am going to go with Carrie White from Carrie. Ooh, coming in strong. Yeah, she's terrifying. It's a good choice. It's a good choice. And I, I mean, like and I mean the sissy spacing Carrie. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I also think if there if these characters have been done multiple times by different actors, let's specify which adaptation we're talking about. Okay. Okay. Because my first pick is, of course. Oh wait. Mm. Okay. No. Coming. In, I'm coming in. Oh, a little, little nervous there. So not Key. of course. <laughs> little, little nervous there, Key. What's going on? Okay. What's happening? I pick. I'm doing it's a decision. I'm switching it up. Uh, I'm going. The, the thing about this that I always struggle with is I can't pick my favorite. I'm trying to pick the ones that I think people will vote for first. So my first pick is going to be, calling it now, Boris Karloff's Frankenstein. Hmm. You're playing a dangerous game, Key. I know. The most dangerous game. All right. That, and that that's my pick. I think when people think of monster movies, when they think of her, horror, that face of as Boris Karloff as Frankenstein is the first they think about. So he is my number one pick. And I'm taking I'm taking notes of these. Okay. So I guess it's my turn. It is your turn. All right. I'm gonna go with a heavy hitter here, because to me there's no contest. This guy can kill you when you sleep. In ah. your sleep. <laughs> and everyone has to sleep sometime. So either way, you're going to face him. It is the man who welcomes us all to prime time, Freddy Krueger. Nice. Solid, okay. solid okay. choice, Steven. He was, he was my number three. Okay. <laughs> good choice, good choice. That's a good choice, Steven. That's a good choice. That is. Go for, thank I'm you. proud of you. I'm go for a heavy you. hitter. Marcus, Marcus. I'm proud of you. Go for a tag. You got to go for a heavy Come hitter. On. Steven, 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 please, please, please. My guy needs no introduction, okay? Because let me tell you something. Down here, we all float. Ooh. Give me Pennywise the dancing Ooh. clown, Tim Curry. <laughs> 
<laughs> nice, nice. Jim Curry. I'm making a note of that. Love it. <laughs> well, Give me Pennywise, the dancing clown, Tim Curry, please. Clowns are 150% creepy. That is true. That is true. Good, 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 solid first picks, guys. All right. What? What? Danny, what? it's your turn. We're, we're doing four each. Oh, it's my turn again? It is okay. your turn again, my dear. All right. So for my my second pick of the draft, you should never say his name more than once. <gasps> I thought about Ooh. him. And I'm only going to say it one time and not in you the better. mirror, <gasps> in the dark. None other than Candyman. And this is very topical because the poster for Jordan Peele's remake just came out. It did. It yeah. did. It did indeed. Uh, right. He's terrifying. All right. All just right. to be clear. Solid pick. Solid pick. All right. Since no one claimed him, I'm going with the one I was like, I was like, I don't know about this. I'm going with my, my, my other choice. I'm calling upon the children of the night. And I am picking Bella Lugosi's Dracula. No response, really? I didn't yeah. hear you. <laughs> it was predictable. It's Dracula, dang it. It was predictable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry that. Oh, I'm sorry that I like Dracula a lot. No, no, no. I listen. That's I think it's choice. a solid it's a choice. choice. It's a solid choice, Lindley. Very iconic. Yep. Got a lot of points going in favor of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Which Dracula? I just said Bela Lugosi. Oh, okay. I'm just checking. There's many Dracula. I know. We got Clay's Bang. We got Gary Oldman. But I'm going. I'm going with my. I'm going with my heart. I'm going with my Bela Lugosi. Steven. Okay, well, uh, my second pick is way scarier, I think. Oh, alright. But is he as iconic? Mm, that's what you gotta think about. We're waiting. Oh, sorry. I couldn't hear what y'all were saying again. <laughs> Is it, Whatever. My, my my second pick is uh, Samara. Ooh. From the ring. Ooh. Are we talking like American version nice. or Japanese version? American. Okay. The Japanese version's just... good, but I think the American version's more recognizable and it freakier. Alright. Gotta give kudos to the original, but gotta go with Samara. Right. Creepier. Just wanted to make Steven. Steven, yes. I appreciate the level of diversity that you brought to the table. However, <laughs> however, if you're going to go diverse, you might as well go to a very recent Butter Bowl Award winner. Ooh. I want red from us. Nice. Good choice. Give it to me. Give it to me. It's yours. I mean, it's yours. Steven. We ate rabbit. Do you understand? It's yours. Run. It's yours. Run, little girl. Run. All right, that 
is creepy. <laughs> that is creeping me yeah, out. It's just creepy. a little bit. D- Danny, <laughs> let's move turn. to your third pick before anybody else freaks me out. It's my turn again. Um, you know what? I, I have some I have some, some heavy hitters on this list. Um I you know what? I'm gonna go with uh Jigsaw. Ooh. Oh, nice. Ooh. Almost did that one. Good pick, good pick. <laughs> that was one of my backups. Go it, with Jigsaw. Okay. That's a, that's a solid Boom. pick. That is a very solid pick. Mic drop. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like oh, it. Oh, my confidence is growing. This is not good. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> this is not good. All right. I'm going to... My heart wants to say one thing. My heart wants to say one thing, but I also want to win. And you guys have some heavy hitters on here. So I'm going to, I'm going to pull in someone from, you know, from not the black and white era. Not a classic monster. But I am going to bring in someone who, when I was a kid, this was the first true slasher film I was shown when I was a child. Well, not child, but, you know, I was too old to go trick-or-treating, so my dad showed us this movie. I'm going to give some love to Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. I just took him off my list, so thank you. I... He's, I remember it it was when I was too old to go trick or treating. So my dad rented Halloween. It was me and my friend. We were sitting on the couch. My dad had this huge, big green chair. By the end of the movie, both me and my friend were snuggled up next to my dad in that big green chair because we were so scared. So I got, I got to give some love to Michael Myers. A family movie. picture (laughs) Steven you are up so I'm gonna go a little unorthodox with this one and actually choose one from the silent era Uh, this character I'm going with because we are choosing iconic uh, horror film characters and I honestly think in terms of iconic this particular character is so iconic that virtually most of the slasher films find some way to pay him homage. In fact, his film was so influential that, again, filmmakers still uh, find ways to pay homage to this particular movie. I'm going to go with Count Orloff from Nosferatu. Ooh! Going Nosferatu. We got two vampires on the list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. That's a good. That's a good choice, Stephen. And you should one be proud of that is choice. Is a little more faithful to his uh, to the book, even though oh! it's an illegal adaptation. Boom! Get him! Get him! Get him! Oh, we're gonna fight about vampires, aren't we? We're gonna fight about oh, vampires. Want to talk about vampires? <laughs> talk about vampires. <laughs> Oh, you want to talk about mamas. <laughs> How did white chicks get into this draft? You know the thing about vampires? They suck. 
Boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the change the subject, please. So, I mean, guys, you, you all have made some very strong picks. But if you're going to pick somebody, you don't pick a vampire, okay? You don't pick a ghost. You know who you pick? You pick the devil himself. Give me Reagan from The Exorcist. That's a good another one of my backups. Oh, one of my dang it. Well. That's a good pick. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. This is fine. It's fine. This the is fine. first <laughs> shall be last, and the last shall be first. It's okay. It's fine. I got a message for you. It's oh from your mother. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is the message Stop. from a mother? Stop. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. <laughs> Would you like the message? Yes, mother, can you get out of here, please? I'm busy. I would love to be able to sleep tonight, but I think that's not going to happen. <laughs> this should really be like the Halloween theme yeah. It should. <laughs> we'll play it again for Halloween. Yeah, we will. Sure. <laughs> All right, it's my turn. It is your turn. It's your this turn. Your final so, pick, Danny, uh, so for make my it a good final one. pick. Now, you can tell me if this is um, going to be allowed or not. Um, but for my final pick, it is something that comes for us all. Uh, it is something that we run from daily and we do daily. I'm going to go with death from Final Destination. Ooh. Technically, like it is a character. It is. You know it what? Is I'll allow it. Thank you. Because in in that series, death is a character. It may not manifest in a physical form, but you feel its presence in the series. So I will, I will take, I will accept death. Oh, that sounded weird. (laughs) That sounded really awful. I mean, I mean, that's, that's true. Okay. My turn. Your turn. Okay. Let's see here. Do I go? All right. I've got I've got my pick. And again, it's not one of my favorites, but I need I need some heavy hitters. I need to have some I need to have some heavy hitters as much as much as I love my Imhotep. The mummy isn't making the cut for me. But I am going with another masked slasher from the 80s. Give me... Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th. Solid pick. Solid pick, Key. I like that pick. Thanks. That's a good uh, one. Thanks. I, I'm, I'm real proud of that pick. It was a pick. Good. A very fine pick. A very fun pick. Was it though? I didn't say it was a fine pick. I said it was a, you know, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's oh, I, I, well, I was, I was quoting Hamlet. A worthy pick. I was, thought I'd bring Hamlet well. into this. This is a build up to something. All right. All right. Steven, it's all you. What's your final pick? 
Oh man, I've got like three backups. Nope, I got like seven <laughs> backups and then one initial one. And it's so it's there. Look, this is a lot harder than it, it seems. It is because there are so many iconic horror mm-hmm. film characters out there. Yeah. And for the draft, you can't just pick your favorites. You have to pick the ones that you think the audience is going to go for. Exactly. This is a fight. This so isn't a here goes. Fight. This is a. This is a whew. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. I got to go with the one that terrorized me as a child, and now I just kind of find mildly hilarious. Steven, when he you talks. can't put Teddy Ruxman the on this. Potty list. mouth doll killer himself, <laughs> Chucky. Okay. He was, was on my Brad Dourif's, Brad Dourif's Chucky, the original. Oh, okay, OG Chucky. That's a good, that's that's a good pick. pick. That is a- I, I, I almost picked him, and then I said nay. <laughs> I, was I said nay. Steven, did you, you hear me? You thought of the other one, didn't you? Uh, No, I didn't. I thought of someone better. Oh. Yeah, the Actually, I thought about someone. I thought about someone from the land of the rising sun. Because you see, Steven, we're about to have our own little face-off. Because I have a grudge. Oh, no. Oh, no. Give me Kaeko Saiki from The Grudge. The American one. The American version. That's a good one. Because let me tell you something. Nothing is scarier. Nothing is scarier than when that woman gets under the sheets and not even the covers can protect you. Uh, <laughs> no, stop, stop, stop. This is very scary. You done messed up, Key. I done told you. One day you were going to mess up and you were going to choose something that I really love. And this is something that I really love. <laughs> I don't know why I went full Vince McMahon on that one. I, I, that, was a, that was a choice. It was a, a choice. choice was made there. I'm not saying it was a good choice. I'm just saying I it went was a choice. Yeah. Full yes. McMahon on that one. Guys, we have we have our March movie madness massacre picks. We did it. I gotta say there were some this is good. I I had some I had some uh I had some you know, runners up. You know, I didn't I didn't pick the mummy as much as I love the mummy. I didn't pick the mummy, creature, the phantom. Um, I also had on my list the Babadook, because not he is a, he is a he has become, Babadook was on my list. I almost went with him instead of Chucky because he has become not but, only a horror icon but also a representative of LGBTQ. Babadook, oh that gosh, scary. Babadook, oh, stop it, stop it. Babadook, <laughs> so much, stop it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like it. Also had Ghostface. Ghostface. Ghostface mm, yep. was on my list. Ghostface. Ghostface killer. Oh, Wu-Tang Clan no, ain't nothing. Not, not, not <laughs> Wrong Ghostface. Oh, he was, he was on my backup. He was my ODB? backup. Mm-mm. ODB? No, 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 no. Mm-mm. The RZA? No. Method Man? You gonna go through the whole clan? Oh. Expected. <laughs> oh. Man, I don't want to listen to some Wu Tang. It's for the kids. For the kids. Is, is it though? Wu Tang is for the kids. <laughs> like Halloween. A family picture. A family oh picture. Oh my god. Didn't I tell you I'd punch you in the kneecap if you spoke again? I'm going to speak as much as I want to. I'm going to 
You Babadook. Can we can we sign Babadook, up? You rabbit. And then the show went off the rails. No. <laughs> I could just hear Anne Marie in her car listening to this. <laughs> She's gonna think like the podcast got possessed or something. Hi, <laughs> Anne Marie. Oh my goodness. Well, guys, this is exciting. Um, when this podcast goes up, I'm sure Lindley, you will have the the votes, the voting uh, places yep. ready. We'll have it all ready. I'm gonna work on it tomorrow. Excellent, excellent. Well, before we go, um, after this glorious episode, um, we do want to, you know, if you want to get to know us a little bit better, talk to us a little bit more, you can talk to us individually on, uh, you know, on whatever projects we're working on. Uh, Danny, are you working on anything? Slash, where can the folks at home reach you? Oh, the folks at home can reach me on the Facebook. I am Danny Caroline. That's D-A-N-N-I-E-C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E. On the Facebook, and I'm on Twitter at aka dot Warner. Um, and you know, just you know, check those things out. I'll be posting some <laughs> things about some upcoming projects and things I'm working on, and I look forward to talking with you later. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Stephen, where can folks at home reach you? Folks at home, follow me on Twitter. I am at Saint Albrey. Uh, you can also find my videos on YouTube. Type in Nightmare of the Masked Lady. You'll see them there. And I also have a blog called Bailey's Film Workshop on Blogger. Lindley, where can the folks at home reach you? Folks at home, you can reach me mostly on Instagram at Little Lottie. That's L-O-T-T-I-E. I post a lot of cosplay stuff, a lot of nerd stuff. I just did a shoot with my friend CJH Capture, so I've got a lot of those pics coming up. You can also find me on Twitter at Little Lottie 91. I am part of the social media team for Universal Monsters Universe. We've got a lot coming out now, especially since Invisible Man is being released. Our buddy Austin over there already has his review up, so go read that. Uh, you can also find me on Outlander Cast. I help run their Twitter, and I'm part of part of their blog staff. So since season five is upon us, and you want more Outlander goodness, go check them out. Go check out Mary and Blake's podcast. Go check out the blog talking about all things Sassanac related. And yeah, we'll we'll see you over there. And of course, folks at home, if you would like to reach me, you can always hit me up on that Twitter though at Mark M A R C underscore Leroy, L-A-R-O-Y. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook. And if you would like to hear this velvety voice a little bit more, you can always hear me on Continuum Force, which is coming back for season two very soon. Uh, you can also uh, play a character voiced by me in Jaws of Extinction, coming out to Steam near you. Uh, and exciting news, The Adventures of Beauty and the Beast is coming back. Uh, it was on hiatus. They weren't able to uh, get it off the ground because of personal issues, but it is coming back. And I will give you more information about that later on. Uh, guys, I think that is everything. Am I right or am I wrong? Oh, we couldn't hear no, you. I, I think that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I'm sure that's it. All right. Well, then, without further ado and gilding of the lily, audience, before we leave, I leave you with this. 
from all of us to all of you, we wish you peace, love, and tranquility. You all take care now. Make good choices. Bye-bye, Duke. Bye-bye, friends.